0: What's up, everybody? This is Paula Phelps, and you are listening to On a Positive Note, where I sit down with a songwriter, recording artist, or music insider to learn how music can lift our spirits and heal our hearts. When I say Snoop Dogg, the first thing that comes to mind probably isn't social emotional learning. But with his latest venture, Doggyland, Snoop has teamed up with producer Claude Brooks and recording artist October London to create a very special learning project. In this episode claude sits down with me to explain how doggyland was created what they want to accomplish with their songs and how they're using music to change how children view themselves and the world around them let's take a listen claude thank you so much for coming on the show with me today
1: great well thank you paula i'm looking looking forward to it your energy via email has been quite well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do good email. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have created something so very special. When I found out about it, when I spent some time on the site or with the YouTube channel, and I was just like, I was knocked out with what you were doing. That's why I immediately reached out. So for those who haven't yet experienced Doggyland, why don't you tell them what it's all about?
1: So great. Well, Doggy Land, you can find on YouTube and YouTube Kids. Eventually, we'll probably, it looks like we're going to be on a few more platforms coming up. But what Doggy Land is, is a show created by myself and Snoop Dogg. And what's great about bringing up Snoop Dogg's name is generally you don't have to tell people who he is. <laughs> and, and he's turned into such an incredible, you know, just overall brand. He's not just thought of just a music guy, you know, only he speaks so many other quote unquote languages of the world, so to speak. And Snoop Dogg and I go, before I get into what Land is about, I want to just give you a little context. We go back almost 20 years. So I'm a television producer. I produce all types of TV shows, like sitcoms, like Second Time Around, Under One Roof, Hits, and the the kind of list goes on. And one of the shows I produced, which was a sketch comedy show called Lyricist Lounge. And this is going back almost 15, 20 years ago or so. And this this was on MTV. And that show, Lyricist Lounge, was a show where the sketches were done lyrically. So literally right now, if this was a sketch, Paula, I'd be like, so I'm on the phone. I'm about to call her. Oh, she called me first. Her name is Paula. And then you would have to rap back and bring back to me, right? So we would use rhyming as a narrative to push story along. And all the guest stars that came on were rappers. So like all the big rappers, you know, back in the day, like The Brat and Snoop Dogg. So Snoop Dogg did that show. And that's how our friendship began. And after that show, we've developed a few projects over the years and during the pandemic, I also have another kid show called Hip Hop Harry, which is which was on Discovery Kids and the Learning Channel. It's an Emmy nominated show. So th- that show is a live action show. Think Barney, except, you know, way kind of cooler. Right. And Hip Hop Harry had this huge resurgence during the pandemic. One of our songs, Go, 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 Who's Next, started to just go crazy and go viral and had one point five billion streams. Oh, my
0: gosh. Oh, yeah. so Amazing. So,
1: Yeah, and I know I'm going on a tangent here, but I want to just kind of give you the scope of it. It'll all come together. I know it. And so when that took off to that degree, we ended up doing an IG live show where every weekend with the hip hop Harry character, where we'd have celebrities and fans and folks and come on five minutes and kind of interact. And Snoop ended up doing one of those and he realized, whoa. He couldn't believe the amount of families that were tuning in to this IG Live that we did. So when we finished that, he gave me a call. He's like, Claude, man, you know, something I've always wanted to do is a kid show, you know, and that's right up in your lane. You know, I've seen Hip Hop Harry live, you know, I have grandkids now. Can we sit down and talk about what this is all about? So himself and October London, who's, who's one of his artists, they had made a couple of kind of kid songs, not necessarily land related, but I just started hearing October's voice and everything. And we then developed. Doggy land, which is, it's a kid show, it's for toddlers all the way on up. And I don't want to put a ceiling, you know, kind of on it, but I would say to- toddlers to eight, nine, 10 year olds kind of seems to be a little bit of our sweet spot. And what we, what we're focusing on is it's a world with all dogs and Bow Wizzle, who Snoop Dogg's character, he's kind of like the camp counselor or mentor to these pups And so it's a group of four pups. And what we've done is we've taken all the different puppies, we pulled them from different types of dog, right? So you have something, one that looks like a a poodle, one that looks like maybe like a boxer mix. And they all have various colors. And in doing that, what we're trying to subliminally put out there is diversity, right? All the dogs sound different, and they have different attributes, and some are stronger in other areas than others, and they all kind of work together. And so we're doing songs about some of the basic stuff, like hitting on cognitive things, like ABCs and colors and stuff like that. But we spend a little bit of time there, but most of our songs are more social-emotional based, right? So we have this great affirmation song. Which, I
0: love that. I was gonna say when you were talking about that, because when you were talking about age groups, it's like I gotta admit that affirmation song kind of sticks in your head and you're like, I am awesome. Like it's kind of hard not to latch onto it and think like I'm just gonna co-opt this as an adult and kind right. of myself in the shower. And it's and just, great.
1: And just grooving with it, which which is crazy because we've had folks from different platforms like, you know, like Spotify's and whatever, go, reaching out to us saying, hey, we see this one song spiking. And that's one of them, the affirmation song, which, you know, just imagine you're hearing a song where someone's going, I can be the best I can be. And you're saying I can be the best I can be. And you're going back and forth. And and my daughter, I, so I have a seven-year-old daughter, Malena, who really, as we started developing the show, would come and say, Dad, You know, I listened to some affirmations today with Mommy on the way to school. What about if you guys did a song about affirmations? That's adorable. So a lot, which, Paula, which has been amazing, a lot of the ideas for the songs have come from just, talking to her, we're developing a character with disability. Snoop has a football league, and he also has a special needs football league. And we're like, look, we want to really lean into that world, too. Because imagine if kids at an early age just start seeing other kids with disabilities and not necessarily pointing a finger at, oh, what's that all about? But they're just coexisting. You know, it would set up right out the gate of folks going, oh, we shouldn't form cliques because you are different or you're in a wheelchair or you talk different or, you know, we're all kind of together and what happens if that thought process begins as a toddler or that even while you're watching it you know we we have a song about you know I can you can kind of do or be anything you want to be and we're going to put one of the characters in a wheelchair playing basketball with everybody else and the top's like I've never thought of playing basketball it's like well let's give it a try it's actually called let's give it a try right that is so cool you know so Paula what do you think would happen if a kid is like looking at that and they're like mom, dad, or whoever, grown up is in the room. Look at them. They're in a wheelchair playing basketball. Like, I didn't think they could do that. Like that opens up the conversation and allows the parent or the guardian to now talk about it from their point of view. So we're not telling you how to talk about it, but we're opening it up and opening up just various things in a way where a little conversation could potentially come out of it.
0: Well, and you're getting ahead of it. You're getting ahead of the conversation. So instead of them having to ask questions, you're giving them answers to questions they haven't yet thought about. And so I love that they're going to go into life prepared to think differently. And you have such a wonderful message of acceptance, like everybody's different. And it's okay, because I'm good at this, you're good at that. I think Mm -hmm. that is really that shines through so powerfully, like all throughout the theme of the show. And What does that do then for the kids who are watching this? And because not every child has the kind of support like that your daughter has. Not everyone has that family unit. And so what is this going to do when they have this kind of a learning experience with these characters?
1: Exactly. Now, you hit it on the head. I'm going to borrow some of your verbiage when this does come up because it is in there in that, you know, families may not all look the same right and i was raised by a single mom and now that you know i'm a dad and, and my wife and i were together and we, and we still have we have struggles and we're together in terms of how, how do we manage this time and manage that time and i look back and i go wow look at all the stuff that my mom kind of pulled off but i also get why it, it worked is that she exposed me to things similar to what we're trying to now expose folks mm-hmm. to right and a lot of grown-ups parents are using their devices as in phones, to be babysitters sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? And people say that sometimes with like a negative connotation, but it actually, it is and it isn't. Sometimes they would put us back in the day, right? they put us in front of a TV. Parents could wait for Saturday morning so they they could stick us there, right? And go off and do that. But now what's kind of great is you do have the option to go, okay, if I am going to give my little one or older one a phone or a tablet to put in front of them, hey, I can put them also in front of a place like a YouTube Kids, which is mm-hmm. keeping them within the space of kids' programming, right? So if you just go to YouTube regular and it's your dad's account or your mom's account or your sister's account, after they're finished with that one video, there's nothing to say for sure they're now going to cycle <laughs> right back down to this. It could be whatever, right. you know, whatever the person before was watching. And so that's kind of really, really cool too. And, and for your folks who are listening to this, just know there's other platforms out there. YouTube Kids is its own platform. So I would definitely suggest that and Kidoodle. And you can just look up different things if you are at all concerned with, whoa, part of why I don't want to put my kids in front of you know these tablets at an early age is I just don't want them to kind of veer off. There's a way to kind of keep them steered. Keep so them to, in so the speak.
0: tracks there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: so, to, so to speak.
0: So how is it different when you're creating music From the standpoint of, we also want this to have a message. How is that different than a typical song
1: that you would create? So what's very interesting is by doing Hip Hop Harry, I did have a good knowledge base. So Hip Hop Harry is also music based, right? Mm -hmm. We'd have a narrative and then at the end of the narrative is kind of wrapped up by song. Whereas with Doggy Land, we may have a little bit of a narrative right before the song, but it's very, very short generally, and it gets us right, right into the song. And so our approach to songs are, one is there's a couple components to rhyming songs in, in general, right? One is rhyming is a precursor for literacy. Great, that's yeah. A, that's already mm-hmm. embedded in. The other is the call and response aspect of rap, specifically, is also a learning tool, right? So when I say red, you say stop, red, stop, red, stop. And if that's just part of a song, you're singing along, you realize I've just coordinated Read and stop put together, right? So, we just did a song which also came out of my, my daughter. She's been doing cartwheels around the house lately, and I was very much so okay. How did you learn to do it? Because when well, my gym teacher taught me, you know, hand, hand, foot, foot, and got to be careful, and blah blah blah. And she's like, You should do a song about cartwheels. I can do a <laughs> cartwheel, I, can. I was like, Great, great, great. I said, But ours, and so this is something that we're like, Okay, if we're going to do that, we, the song really needs to set up that, just don't jump into doing cartwheels, make sure you get an adult. And let's do this in a fun kind of way where first things first is get an adult to make sure they're there to help you do and then they kind of talk you through it. Like, cause say what's important, safety first. So if you're putting all these type of things in and doing it in a fun rhythmic way, you'll be super surprised how people are just kind of, they take in the message without realizing that there's a, like a learning, you know, piece in it, right? right? It's almost like giving a child a glazed donut filled with vegetables. <laughs> Right. In you that,
0: to
1: the click, something good. yeah, the, the, like that I obviously don't recommend doing that because that sounds awful. But like you're looking at the glazed donut portion and you're going, I want to eat that. And you don't realize, whoa, I end up eating more nutrition than that. And if we can just throw that in there without if the kids don't notice and parents are grooving to it, too, which that's the other portion of it, too. Like our tracks are written by we have a small team. But, you know, these are folks who make records. Right. right. So you're getting like the latest feel of various, you know, of various songs. And we do, though we're hip hop based, almost like say if Doggy Land was a hip hop character, imagine if Drake was singing to toddlers, right? Yeah. Like he he covers all types of music. Everything. He's even done you're in Nashville, he's even done a country song, you know what I mean? Rap, you know? <laughs> so I mean it's everything. And so that's kind of what we're like. It's you know, we're pop hip hop and within hip hop, there's all these different genres and you can even jump into a little bigger reggaeton, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And that's been, that's what our meat and potatoes are about. And what's starting to organically happen, Paula, is we're getting folks who are in the music business reaching out to us who want to collab and do a song.
0: Oh, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. And I wish that I was at a place to tell you a couple of names, but we're almost there with some names that really, really surprise you. And it's from all genres of music. So, what does
0: that tell you about how powerful this vehicle is? You know, when you've got big names that want to also jump on the doggyland land train,
1: you know what it says a lot is I think it speaks to most about just music, what music is about in general. And if you're doing music from a good place, and it's also good music, you got to be able to listen to it. You got to be able to listen right, to it. Right. You, gotta, you know, that it crosses all kinds of boundaries. And I think where parents would relate to this in a big way is if they can groove to a song so we've gotten so many videos literally every day we get more than a handful of emails we get a ton of stuff on our social where folks are sending us you know videos and dming their kid watching you know it or we get a bunch of parents in the car alone jamming to some some of our music (laughs) going i can't believe i'm listening to this you know like what's what's going on here and so hearing all of that just kind of speaks a lot to music in general If it's good, it pulls people, it pulls people together. But if you can jam to something that your child also wants to jam to, what's better than that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And talk about how it becomes such a great tool for learning. It's interesting
1: that you bring this up. So we often get emails from teachers going, we're working this into our curriculum. Oh, that's amazing. Because the kids like to you know, sing along to the songs. There's this other component that I also, you know what? This thing here is going to get memorialized. And when, when my daughter gets older, she's going to be like, wait a second, Dad, I think you owe me some money because you Yeah, almost, she's going to want some royalties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost all of your ideas come from me. <laughs> but I'm also a big fan of dance. I produced a show called Dance 360 also years ago. And one of the things that I wanted to just implement into the show is having the characters dancing along to the songs and so what we do is we actually have a choreographer to do the moves so the animation company is following along and as I was you know starting this process my daughter was looking at some of the stuff she goes dad you know some of the stuff that you do you should really make it more like the tiktok moves that everybody does. oh
0: yeah and, I'm thinking. And, uh,
1: and when you think about it, if you do watch the tiktok moves it's like so I'm eating a sandwich they're actually making the move of eating a sandwich and I'm happy and they're making happy hands like everything accentuates whatever the lyrics are about. So it's now added another layer of learning to this. So we're now seeing people look at our videos and redo the choreography with the oh my video gosh. behind them. If you go to our social media page, it's probably like four or five videos down now, there's this sister team from Japan that does the whole affirmation choreography. <laughs> That That's was, amazing. That was, that was amazing. Well, four days into the launch of, of our show, Everybody's Different is one of our songs as well. A girl in South Africa made the costume of one of our characters, Yap Yap, this character here. Her mom made the full costume and she did the choreography for that. So we see parents doing the choreographies with the kids and without the kids and the whole nine. So we're now really leaning in to the choreography kind of aspect of it. And we don't really dumb it down at all. No. You know? The no, kids, kids who can catch on to whatever part of it they do. And, you know, it just kind of gives them all something. It's like a play along.
0: That is so amazing. Did you have any idea when you first started talking about this and you launched Doggy Land? did you think that it would just blow up like this?
1: Now, well, we hoped for it. We did feel from what little we already knew about the kids business. The one thing that we felt that we had on, on our side in a big way was the Snoop Dogg wand, mm-hmm. Right. And that the things that he gets involved with and is in a wholehearted way, the chances of it succeeding goes up, you know, tenfold because of his platform. And he gets to, you know, talk about it and and everything. And so that definitely has helped tremendously. But the one thing we knew is we had to have really good, if not great content to back up what the big kind of splash looks like. You know, Absolutely. What I mean? and so it has already exceeded our expectations just in terms of the amount of other types of folks and businesses and things that have been reaching out to us to get involved. The main portion for us that really, you know, puts the big smile on everybody on Snoop and my team is getting these stories and seeing the stories that you see like on our pages on, on Instagram and stuff where I'm just seeing how people are just relating to this thing and relating to it all around the world. Which is generally, at least for me, whenever we made content or TV shows, you really kind of think of it more of like, how are folks in the U.S. going to like it? And then it even gets smaller. Okay, how about these type of cities or these type of people or this? And for this to just be, you know, it's crossing all boundaries and races and genders and all just everything. It really is, makes us feel amazing.
0: And so that, what kind of themes and topics do you see coming up that you really want to jump on?
1: Well, funny you should ask, because we just finished doing... A bunch of songs. We have something coming out about seven days of the week, right? Which is kind of fun because if you can get a grasp of like what seven days of the week is in a fun way, you know, like right out the gate, like that's kind of fun. A bath time song, right? right. Which is fun. The loving nature. And what does that mean? Oh, great. You know, just kind of like, I love nature. Like, what does that all mean? Just being out in nature. We have a song called, let's talk about money.
0: Oh wow, that's not something I would have expected.
1: But. Let's talk about money, and it's done in a way where you can get it. Is, you know, a nickel is five cents, five. You know, <laughs> money, right? And also, like, what do you do? It's spend it, make it, save it. Like, it's and that's part of the chorusy kind of like hook. You know, hook to it. So just opening it up in a way where, yeah, oh, I have a penny, I have this. You know, and so, but yet as an adult, you're like, this is a fun song because listen to the beat. You know, that kind of thing. We have something about like parents are great. So imagine if you're jamming to a song called parents are great and because you just like the tune, as opposed to you really think you don't, you know, you haven't really leaned into connecting that the song is talking about parents are great. And you're just singing this parents are great tune over and over and over. And all of a sudden it light bulb goes off. Oh, the things that they're talking about that parents do, that's what makes them great. And my, oh, my parents do some of that. That's neat. So hearing it from a different source than your parents saying you really should realize that I'm really good, I'm better, you know, <laughs> that I'm here for you, and all this type of stuff. It's because it's so hard to take the message from. The well, message. I
0: see, and then the parents can hold on to that, and when their child is a teenager, they can just start playing that over and over and say, "Remember this?"
1: <laughs> exactly. Or worst cases are at least they have some video proving that you thought I was <laughs> at great one at one point. We have a song. While we have songs about, you know. Eating Right and all this other stuff. We also have a song that celebrates candy called Candy Time. And I would have never have made a song about candy <laughs> 10 years ago. Right. Because we were so right into like, eat right. Da, da, da. Even though it was a fun show, but imagine celebrating, right? Just yeah. celebrating, hey, I, you know, I love candy. Right. Which is like, <laughs> right. I, I love candy. If right after I love candy is also a song about brushing your teeth or eating vegetables or whatever. And it all lives in the same kind of universe. Life is about balance. And not right. say because we made a candy song. If your household doesn't eat candy. Well, now you get to have that conversation and go, hey, you know what? That's the way they celebrate vegetables. There's probably a household that doesn't eat vegetables, too. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. And something that I'm constantly telling my daughter when she comes home and has learned something from a kid that doesn't work in our household, is we go, "Hey, different households, different rules." And now we even have that as like a sing-along, different households, different rules. And so she knows that she comes home. she's like, "Yeah, daddy, sudden sudden and such happening, blah, blah, blah. and I, I I taught them different households, different rules, but we don't do that in my house. And I'm like, oh, yes, See,
0: I love it because so much of that of what you're teaching is different ways of thinking, different ways of looking. All coexist. And it doesn't mean one is right and one is wrong. This is just the world. And I love, especially in today's times, when there's so much division and fighting, about. you have to think this way or speak this way. I love the fact that you're just saying, kind of, let's all just hug each other and get along and accept each other. It's It's such a wonderful message, and it's going to be this generation that probably helps us figure it all out.
1: Yeah, which is the good news and also the scary news, too, right? <laughs> it's like, you're like, okay. And that is something, Paul, that I think that is kind of organically being embedded in what we're doing, is everybody doesn't necessarily know how to parent, because there's right. no rule book for it, and everybody parents kind of like different. But imagine as a parent, if you can just pick up a little nugget that you're like, whoa, I wasn't even thinking about that, because you've heard it embedded in our song, right? So like just how you've leaned into the affirmation song, right? Mm-hmm. So if your nieces or nephews or whoever comes by and you're like, hey, let's listen to this song. It's affirmation based. And after the song goes off, it's like, well, what affirmations do you have? Or do you even know what an affirmation is? Like and now it yeah. forces you to have that kind of conversation. That's some new parenting that may not have been necessary. Yeah, that's
0: that's good. so powerful. You're doing such an amazing thing. And what are we going to see in the future? Is it going to, are we going to see Doggyland live on tour? Are we going to see albums? What's going to happen? Because this is, I feel like it's, YouTube's huge, but I feel like it's outgrowing YouTube.
1: Yeah, well, it feels like that's coming down the road. We've already got a little bit of feelers of folks reaching out to us, you know, about potentially being on other platforms. We're waiting to see kind of like how, what makes organic sense. We are, we do have a live action character of Val Wizzle, of Snoop Dogg's character. And with Hip Hop Harry, which Hip Hop Harry goes out and, and tours and stuff like that, we're now having them both go out and do live events as the Doggy Land brand is growing. And soon we will have all five of the characters as, as live action characters and get them out. The live show world is something very much so that we're leaning into. That's you know, fantastic. For, for sure. But as you said, there will be other platforms that it's on. One thing that Snoop and I pretty much adamant about is we want to make sure that Doggy Land lives always on YouTube. It's one of the few places that you can quote unquote see something for free, right? And almost everybody has, most people have some form of access to getting to YouTube, right? So we, for folks to not have any barriers would be great, right? Because some, some of these other platforms, you know, you have to pay a subscription, you have to have a this, you have to have a that. And there's some families out there that really have to go. We can only get this one subscription or we can right. afford any subscriptions and that shouldn't be a reason why you don't get a chance to get the same benefit as all kids can get, you know, And so that's really important to us.
0: That's fantastic. Claude, you guys are doing great work. I'm so excited to see where this goes because it's, it is just a delight. And I think you're going to touch so many lives and really change thinking for so many families. And I appreciate the work you're doing. And like I said, I just look forward to seeing where it goes from here.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you for taking an interest in us and everything. And as Snoop and the rest of our team are sending shout outs your way as well.
0: That was Claude Brooks talking about Doggyland. If you'd like to explore Doggyland for yourself or learn more about Claude, just visit livehappy.com and click on a positive note podcast link. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of On a Positive Note and look forward to joining you again next time. So until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.